0: Aloha and welcome everyone to another episode of Hawaii's Number One Podcast, the Casanova Podcast. I'm your host, Mikhail Casanova, and we have a special guest that is returning to the show—the one, the only Tom Hewlett. Tom, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. Hey, everybody!
0: Awesome, it's great to have you back on the show. And today we're going to be talking about Contra Operation Galuga. And last time we had you on the show, we were talking about Spider Swords, which was absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. And I was like, when I was playing that game and doing my review, I was like, is this a sign of things to come? And <laughs> you know, yeah, you were talking it,
1: about how how all your fond memories of Contra, I believe, and I was yeah. I mean, I knew I knew a little more than you did at that point, so it was it was fun <laughs> for me.
0: <laughs> so I mean, and and this is not your first time working on the Contra series, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Contra 4, absolutely phenomenal game. And I'm seeing a lot of aspects of Contra 4 in this one. I I just wanted to say, like, the floor is yours. You can go ahead and talk about anything you want to with it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, yeah, like you said, I worked on Contra 4, um, what, 16 or 17 years ago now. And it was obviously a big deal. I was a producer at Konami at the time, and and we worked with WayForward, and it was just great. Um, And so now that i'm a director at way forward having konami come to us and be like hey we want to do you know kind of an old school contra game we know you guys can know what that means so let's let's like figure it out and do something cool and it was a uh, it was really validating but it it's also a little scary cuz now it's kind of like my final exam at way forward <laughs> it's like well you know you did this as a producer and we had a bunch of really good great people on it and now you're guiding the team so like can you do a good contra too <laughs> so <laughs>
0: uh
1: yeah i'm really proud of how it came out the team knocked it out of the park and i'm really excited for everybody to uh get their hands on it
0: awesome awesome and like from everything that i've seen with this so this is a, a reimagining of the first contra uh the nes and the arcade original so um how much New and how much are we doing like fully uh, reimagined? In a sense, yeah. Like... This is
1: always this is always a complicated question for we got, we have so many remakes and reimaginings and redos and whatever nowadays. Yeah. Um, so story wise, this is this is back to the beginning. It's a reboot. It's you know the sto- the first story of Contra, but you know that game the original game on on arcade and then Famicom. Had kind of a limited story and then it came west and like they gave it their own story and then as mm-hmm. the series went on you know both both uh territories in europe tried to sort of make it unique to them but also merge mm-hmm. it together so it made sense and it wasn't this huge huge task every single new game to like come up with a new story and on contra 4 we tried to kind of combine everything and make it make sense um but yeah konami was like no 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 so we're starting over, but like now we have sort of this idea of what the series is because we've all we played all the games. And so here's our bible about here's what we want to do with it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like an MCU situation of like there's all this existing lore and there, definitely some of that's coming over, but we kind of want to surprise people and we want to like make the best story moving forward of mm-hmm. maybe certain stuff didn't work so we don't want to do it or maybe we want to combine things or you know separate concepts. So story-wise you know, that's all a bunch of new stuff, but it is the first game. So you know they're gonna be on Gulu, Gulu Island, it's gonna start in the jungle, Bill and Lance are there, etc. Mm-hmm. Gameplay wise, um contrary to something um like Wave you know, Wave Forward's done a couple remakes and things in the past where we we try to lovingly recreate every element of it and then build on top of that. That's not mm-hmm. what we did here for gameplay. For gameplay, it was like what's the what's the best contra concept we can do? What should we do? New? What should we keep? Let's just build a new game. So, like some of the set, some of the level settings, like the jungle, that's already decided. But mm-hmm. we didn't lay out. Here is the NES jungle, and let's make sure we have this jump, and let's make sure this guy jumps over here. And let's... we didn't do that at all. We were like, okay. it's a jungle and it's Contra, and now make a new game. So gameplay wise, okay. it's brand new.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I- I'm excited for that because, like, you know, all the characters I'm seeing plus you know touching on like uh what europe was doing initially with um, contra for those of you who don't know contra was known as probotector in europe and there's one of the characters from that is in this one. i saw that and i was like i wonder how many of the new school uh gamers are going to catch that i'm like as, as someone who's been with contra since the beginning it's like yeah i i, I got that reference that was pretty cool <laughs> we've,
1: we've gotten such a strong response about from probotector and and I did that on purpose. I, you know, I I was the one that kind of pushed for having him involved, and um, definitely wanted him in all the trailers. And um, sorry, my computer's being weird. Okay, definitely wanted him in all the trailers. Um, and I and I knew for Europeans and and hardcore gamers, it would be like a big deal. Like they'd be like, "Oh, I know what that is, and it's really cool that he's here, and he's not just a secret unlockable guy like in Contra Four. Like he's they're showing us (laughs) Probotector." But <laughs> I didn't quite expect the level of feedback. Like it's every trailer we get a bunch of people like, "Oh my gosh, thank goodness!" Back Protector, <laughs> and I thought I sat back and thought about it, and like the last time Protector was in the games was on the the Genesis slash Mega Drive, mm-hmm. so it's been like thirty years since anyone got to play in a new game as Protector other than Contra Four. So yeah, that's a big deal. I'm glad we did it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And some of the new characters you got, uh, Ariana and, and some of the others, like, what was the the inspiration for bringing in some of the newer characters?
1: Yeah, so uh, um, kind of to highlight that it's a, a new game or a new take on the the classic storyline, um, Konami really wanted to have some new characters as well. They didn't just want to have, mm-hmm. here's all, the, let's hit all the Contra guys. It was like, well, we need some new characters and we'll, we'll fit them into the story. Um, so Ariana, for example, she's part of the tribe that was native to the Galuga Islands, mm-hmm. and the the meteor event that kind of kicks off the Contra storyline um, decimated her village. So she's been there while well, the Red Falcon organization's been building up their their troops. She's been there on her own, like fighting them off or doing little raids to like survive. Mm-hmm. And so Bill and Lance encounter her, and they're like, "Oh, who's this?" who's this girl? But like, she's freaking tough, man. She's survived. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she joins up and becomes a playable character. But but that adds a new dimension of the story. It's not just these two guys who come into the island. Now we get sort of a perspective on the people from the island. And then um, Stanley Ironside, who's another new character, he fights in a like a power suit, like a big mm-hmm. armor power suit. He's got a giant railgun thing. Um, he So the Contra unit is part of the um, the Earth Marine Corps, oh, and then Stanley is the, the head, sort of the the lead commander of the um, the GX Army Special Forces. So they have like a Army Marines rivalry going on there. So he's more of a he knows Bill and Lance. Uh, they they're not they're not each other's favorite people, <laughs> but they're all <laughs> on the island, and so they have to figure out. You know, we're here. We're we're kind of. Doing the same purpose, we're fighting on the same team, so like let's let's uh combine forces. So that's another fun element and another new character to use, so lots of choices.
0: Okay. Should fans expect to see um classic characters from like Contra Hardcore, such as like Ray or Brownie or anything like that, possibly. We haven't revealed all (laughs) we haven't revealed
1: all the characters yet. I can say that. So there's still more to come. Okay.
0: And as far as, like, um, the campaign, how, how long, um, and in-depth would you say, like, the story is?
1: Um, it's eight stages, and the, there's, so there's two, there's two primary modes, story and arcade. So story mode, you're going to get, um, a nice interesting to set things up. You're going to get various plot elements throughout the whole game, and then an ending. And then in arcade mode, that's just, so I know the story, I just want to play the game, um so we, t- we remove all the story from arcade mode and then you can play it start to finish and uh, bosses will get additional patterns as well so, you know if you're, you know, everyone should definitely start on story mode, get all the new story learn, meet the new characters and do that stuff but I think arcade is where you're going to get your grinding in when you're mastering the game um, bragging online whatever, That's you're going to be grinding <laughs> it through on arcade mode
0: okay All right. And I noticed like with a story mode is two player and an arcade mode is four player. So let's talk about that. How is it the decision to make this have four player capability? Like, was that hard to like design the game around or not really?
1: (laughs) It was a lot of fun. So, uh, people who, uh, old people who were around when Contra four was, was being promoted might remember our initial screenshots were had four players. Mm-hmm. Um and you know just based on the specs of the of the DS, it just wasn't it was we could provide a better game in two players than trying to fit four players in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then with uh, Operation Galuga, we knew we wanted to level it up. We definitely were thinking about four players. Konami was like, "Hey, could you do four players?" And we we're like, "Yeah, let's do it." So the benefit here is we've got widescreen now. So yeah, compared to the the DS, which is this way and a little thin, we've got a nice long display, so there's plenty of room for four characters. Um, the the trick is making sure when you're playing four players, there's enough enemies to shoot. So we ramp up the enemy spawners. Um, we have some additional weapon weapon drops, you know, so everyone, no one gets left out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, and then bosses get an HP boost too, so they don't just die if everyone's got. A good weapon um (laughs) but yeah otherwise it's really trying to provide that that classic you know you you remember it growing up like you get your buddy you play contra he scrolls you off the screen you punch him in the arm like (laughs) just (laughs) bringing that back but like with two more buddies and making it like just as cool just as fun you know you'll be laughing just as hard so that's kind of what we what we tried to accomplish
0: okay okay All right. And and then there's also like the new Overlord, uh, Overload system. Can you dive a little bit into that?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, Konami, when they came to us, they kind of wanted our take on like what would you do to expand the gameplay? And Overloads were really my pitch. Um, and it's something I've been kind of thinking about. Um, you know, if I ever did Contra again, this would be kind of what I did. So we, we dove in and explored that. So what it is is, um, You know, older games, um, especially the 16-bit, you get like your smart bomb drops and your Mm -hmm. your barrier, so you get invincible for a period of time, or you'd get you'd get a smart bomb which would destroy everything on screen. And I thought those are great, but they both actually kind of uh, filter down to only one or two use cases. So if you pick up the the barrier, you're invincible, but that's always the the area of the stage you are invincible for. Mm-hmm. So that the strategy just becomes, did I grab the barrier or not? And that's not super exciting. And then yeah. every if you watch, you can you can use the smart bombs whenever you want. But if you watch people online, they just stockpile them for the boss, and then you get to the boss, and they're like, "Ah, smart bomb!" <laughs> um, and then the boss either <laughs> so dies or true. doesn't. But again, it's not the most strategic thing. um And what I like about Contra with the with the weapons and the pickups is, is you're able to um, improvise. So. Mm. You know, you have you obviously have your run through the stage that you want to do your optimal run, but if you get hit, you lose that power up. You have to adjust. Now you get a, Now you have a different weapon. So do you mm-hmm. use that? Do you, do you make do? Do you know all the weapons enough that you can use multiple? So, long story short, <laughs> that all translates into the overloads in that now any weapon in the game you can sacrifice it, and it'll give you a large effect. Sometimes okay. it's strategic, like the barrier, um, which our machine gun is the barrier. Um, so now you can use it whenever you want. It's not just time to where you get it. You can hold on to the machine gun. Maybe you'd want to use the machine gun, but the boss is too hard, and you're like, I'm going to do it. Now I'm invincible. Um, and then other things are damaging, like a smart bomb. So mm-hmm. You can't hold it to the boss, because if you detonate everything you've got, now you have the pea shooter on the boss. But you know, you there might be a situation you do want to use it, or you might carry a weapon to the boss, use that as your smart bomb, and now depend on your secondary weapon. So I loved the strategic options that gave you. It felt way more in line with what I liked about Contra and improvising than just a smart bomb and a barrier. So um that's it. So when you uh play the game and you, you get your weapon and you see what does spread shot do? What does it do when I level it up? Now you got to learn what it does when I overload it. And now you have all those options when you have a spreadsheet And then I will say, if people have watched the latest trailer with, with the new characters in it, some of them have alternate weapons. Mm-hmm. The alternate weapons have their own unique overloads. So there's a lot of different options based on your character, based on your weapon, based on the situation.
0: So with, with each of the characters having their own unique uh, specialty weapon, so we're going to expect each character to have like, playstyle differences or is it gonna feel like you know uh I guess more like the original where it's just like what palette do you want? It,
1: yeah, it's 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 definitely gonna have their own unique playstyle, but hopefully not in a way that um like if you got stuck with a character you'd be like, Ugh, I hate this guy. He can't do the thing I like. So like like everyone has um the same jump height. No one's got like Ooh. a short jump that's useless, right? um some people have double jump some people have a dash um so basically the character breakdown is you've got your character um they've got whatever their weapon situation is and then they've each got two abilities uh-huh. of a set of several so um like i said dash and double jump might be a combo but someone else might have a dash but a grapple or someone else might have a slide and a you know a hover. So okay. um, you know, those are like secondary abilities. You don't need you don't need any of them to get through the stage, but they are going to affect how you get through the stage, right? So, you know, you'll have your favorite character, but again, if you get stuck with somebody, it should be fun and, and like, oh, I'm gonna learn a new thing. Not like, Ugh, I hate I hate this situation. I'm bummed out.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm definitely thinking speedrunners are gonna have a, a field day with this game.
1: <laughs> yep. That's that's the hope. That's always the hope, is you know we're not we're not going to make something just for speedrunners, but um, when we put in a new mechanic, we definitely think about like, how's this going to get? you? Is this useful? Is this useful for the run? <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm excited to watch those YouTubes.
0: Okay. Um. So h- how much would you say from what you were working on with Spider Sores has carried over to this title?
1: Um, I don't know that anything's directly carried over. There's definitely some like lessons we learned, um, just about what uh, what what type of mechanics feel good, or like if this hits an enemy and it reacts this way, does that is that mm-hmm. cool? Um, boss designs, just kind of explain what what kind of. Like, if, if there was a thing in spiders which we found, like, oh, that's kind of unfair. Like, in the final game, people are getting stuck on this guy mm-hmm. and we didn't realize it would happen. Stuff like that, where we could feed it into Contra and be like, okay, well, you know, that this combination of things was a problem, so, like, how did we solve it? Okay. So now we might have a boss with some new element that you'll get the experience we wanted, but without the frustration some people had. Um, otherwise, <laughs> I guess a funny aspect of it is when I was working on Contra 4, and then we, for a brief time, I was working on Hardcore Uprising, and I thought, I tried to come up with some new weapons. And mm-hmm. I, it's really like the Contra classic weapons really cover all the bases. It's hard to come up with new weapons um, when you have this set. Mm-hmm. So then for Spider Swords, we had each character had their own unique weapons. So some of them were kind of based on Contra standards, and then I had to come up with new weapons. And, okay, well, I, I came up with a whole new set of weapons, and now on Contra Operation Galook, it's like now we need even more weapons. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it's been a lot of fun uh, and a fun design puzzle, but I think we did a good job, and I think the the weapons that the classic ones, in in addition to the new ones, I think we've balanced them all really well. We've done a lot of different tests with Way Forward people, with with Konami people, with the QA staff, just like. Let's hammer this out. This has to be like the best set of weapons. With the <clears throat> nothing can jump out as like just use the spread shot. Never use anything else. That that can't happen. And I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, I got stuck with this weapon. I hate this weapon. It's useless. Nothing's useless. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can take that to the bank. Nothing's useless. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I just I'm excited to see what people gravitate towards. Um, I I traditionally don't like the laser. In Contra, but in in Operation Galuga Laser is my favorite weapon. So, oh, i mean, hoping okay. a lot of people have experiences like that. Like, oh, I always kind of wrote this off, but but the way this is tweaked, I kind of like it. So, we'll see.
0: Yeah, I was never a fan of the lasers in the original. It's was either <laughs> missiles or spread shot. And pretty much when I was playing with my brothers, we always went for the spread shot and it's like, that was useful for the entire game. So, I like that you you basically balanced out all the different weapons. So, cause yeah, and for anyone who's not familiar with Contra, um, typically one of the things you run into when you're playing a Contra title is running into one weapon just being utterly useless and one being so overpowered. Between that and super bombs, is all you really need. So, right. I'm I'm very happy to hear that you know that's made, being balanced out.
1: <laughs> I made a giant spreadsheet with um. Uh, any data I could glean from the old Contra games, and then Contra Four data and Spider Source data, and then our current games data, and I could compare like the damage values for everything and the fire rates. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were some surprises, surprises in Contra Four. I'm like, I don't know how we how we let that slip through. Like this weapon is totally broken. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, so yeah, it was a. It was, but again, it was a priority for me to just make sure like like everything's useful, everything's fun.
0: Would you say, um, since you brought up Hardcore Uprising, which is a phenomenal game, if y'all haven't played it, please go out and well, I think Xbox is the only way to play it right now. I think so. Backwards compatible that that needs to be on more platforms. I, I, that's just me saying that I, I think it needs to be on more platforms, but I agree <laughs> that like, was there anything from that that you were able to pull over to this one? Or anything that stuck out to you that you're like, oh, that's really freaking cool. I, I want to use that.
1: Um, yes and no. Like I said, I, I briefly worked on it um, when it started, then it then it shifted over to some different producers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I helped with the look at the end, but um, mainly I just appreciated it as a player, and I could play it before everybody else because I worked there. Uh, <laughs> but I were, when I approached Spider-Sores, I really tried to look at it like um, hardcore uprising had more abilities and you kind of gained them as you went in the mm-hmm. in the one mode. You could like purchase them, right? So spiders, you were kind of unlocking them. But I kind of pictured that as sort of my take on hardcore uprising. And we had the hand-drawn art, so it's it felt kind of akin to that. So then coming back to Contra, um, we didn't set out to use anything from it. But I think sort of the spider source influence a little bit. And then just mm-hmm. some, when we came to key decisions and we made decision X instead of decision Y, looking back in the final game, I think there's some hardcore uprising in it. <laughs> like like <laughs> I saw, I I went on a, a forum uh, that I kind of, I used to be part of it, so that's where I go to look at my game news when I am mm-hmm. release a trailer or something. And so we announced the, the game and I wanted to see what they thought. And a lot of them were like, well, here's what i liked in hardcore uprising that wasn't in contra 4 blah 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 and i was like well <clears throat> look some of that we have some of that <laughs> so <laughs> it was uh it was exciting they were they were saying it like a negative but i was like well hold on we have some of that stuff so you guys are gonna like this game so yeah it's just funny how that sneaks in totally subconsciously or unintentionally and then you look at the final product and you're like there's some hardcore <laughs> pricing. <here." laughs>
0: Now, would you say, as far as, like, the difficulty of uh, Operation Galuga, would you say it's on par with the original, closer to Country 4, or is it, like, balls-hard-as-shattered-soldier?
1: Okay. So, I, I got, I'll have two separate statements. <laughs> First, I'm going to speak to the, the inexperienced gamer. Uh, maybe they haven't been able to play Running Guns, they're too hard. Or um, they've always been intimidated by mm-hmm. Contra's reputation. Maybe they've never tried one. Um, Operation Galuga is the most accessible Contra game to all skill levels. So oh, okay. if, if you haven't been able to beat a running gun or you've been worried, like, try it out. Play it on easy. Like, there's no, no pressure, man. You can see the whole game on easy. Um, and there's some features in there you can take advantage of. Um, and if you put in the, the effort, you should be able to see the ending. And it won't be a situation where we removed all the fangs and the bosses just sit there and let you shoot them and then you beat it and you go online and everyone makes fun of you because you didn't really beat it. It's not that situation. Okay. You beat it on easy, you will feel like you've accomplished something. You beat a Contra game and you want to go beat more. That's So that's all to you guys. Now, so all you returning Contra veterans who whatever, man, you need you need a challenge. This better be hard. You've waited a decade to play a new Contra game. This is the hardest contra game you'll ever play. Okay. So we've got some <laughs> we got some extra bonus modes. We've got hard mode. we uh, we got settings you can set. This game will challenge you, and you'll have something to brag about if you beat it on the with the harder settings. So Okay. That there we go and then okay. if you're in the middle if you're in the middle just play the game
0: <laughs> um would you um would you say so is there any uh, online functionality uh, online co-op or anything like that i, can't I know i asked that uh, i
1: can't okay. speak to that at this time
0: okay okay And i know a lot of people think that implementing um online is just super easy, and I think we may have had that discussion before, and it's like, that's not easy to slap that code in there.
1: Nope. Nothing about it's easy.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, Are we going to see the return of the Konami code?
1: Um, I think anyone should try to put it in. So if you don't know what it is, look it up before the game comes out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. And um... As far as like, I know you said there's about eight stages. Um, are we seeing, a, you know, some brand new stage concepts or some remixes from uh, other country titles possibly in it? And maybe we might see some additional unlockable stages, maybe on higher um, difficulties. I don't know.
1: <laughs> so uh, you can see every stage and every difficulty. That's important because we didn't do okay. it on contra four. And that was my call, and a bunch of people are mad at me about it. So you can play all the stages. Uh, There are new concepts. So, um, you know, every Contra traditionally has, like, an alternate gameplay stage or mechanic or whatever. So, like, the first Contra had the corridors that were 3D, Mm -hmm. which was really super impressive in the 8-bit. And then other Contras have auto-scrolling, others have top-down. So um, in the trailers, you can see we do have auto-scrolling stages on the hover bike. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so that's our alternate playstyle. So just there, it's going to have to be a new stage concept from the the two D three uh, D or the sorry the three D corridor stages from the original Contra, right? So something's mm-hmm. different there. Um, but we definitely have new stages that weren't at all referenced in the original. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as calling back to titles outside of the original Contra, um, I really wanted. Um, our gameplay experience to encapsulate the series Mm. um so you know the the main series not like contra force sorry guys sorry contra force fans
0: um i was gonna bring that up i was gonna bring that up because i was curious about (laughs) your your thoughts on contra force because you got a lot of people that are super hardcore about that one it's got good music. (laughs) yeah That that, you know, if someone wants to like, I don't know, make some fan patches to fix the performance of it, I'd be all for it. But back in the day, I was not a fan of playing that one.
1: But yeah, so I want to encapsulate like the canon contra game. So it doesn't mean like pulling in this exact boss from an old game and like, suddenly you're you're on the highway from hardcore. Like um but just like the type of things you encounter you could pick up, oh, like, oh, this is that this is that boss mechanic from this other game. Or, like, oh, this mm-hmm. is kind of like this guy, or I feel the way I did fighting this other boss. So I tried to pull in a lot of that. So even in the context of the Rogueluga Island, um, here's a couple new areas you haven't seen, but, like, mm-hmm. you're also not going to be confined to, like, like how many games am I going to have to wait until I play something like my favorite moment? Like, your favorite moment should be in here, I, my, I hope. Mm-hmm. And so... If you're a fan, you should be like, like this game has what I wanted, it's what I was waiting for, and I want to replay it a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my goal. But that that but that's what we we're striving for. So there's a lot in there, even though um setting-wise it's the first game.
0: Okay. So I gotta ask this question. Top three country games for you.
1: Top three, no one has top three. Um
0: Country Force has gotta be up there, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so the original Contra on NES is my favorite. Um, second is probably Contra Four. Okay, and then third is uh, Alien Wars Contra Three. I think
0: not hardcore.
1: I see. I grew up with with I had a Genesis, but I didn't have hardcore. I, I didn't play hardcore until I was working on Contra Four. So oh, it might okay. it might be biased. <laughs> um, hardcore is certainly longer, um, and I don't like the top-down stages in Contra Three, <laughs> so maybe it's hardcore. Maybe if I play up more, that'll be the top three. But yeah, they're they're all great, man. Super C is underrated. Not enough people like talk about Super C, um, and you know, Shattered Soldier is fun. It 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 the mechanics are different. Yeah, um, but. It's it's definitely hard, challenging. It's got the it's got the hardcore difficulty and the Neo Contra again, totally different gameplay. A little easier, but but that's a blast too. So <clears throat> and there's a dog in a in an army hat in Neo Contra. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> I, I felt like the recent well, let's not really recent at this point, but like Contra Rogue Core. I thought that I was trying to pull a lot of the play style from Neo Contra in a way, but I, I'm one of the few people that thought, oh, okay, this is fun. It's not my favorite Contra, but I I thought Roadcore was fun. I know a lot of people kind of reamed out <laughs> but it, it was hey. I, I always say this. Anytime you see a company throughout a compilation and in a quasi new title, that means there's potential interest to make more and we're seeing that now you know we've seen this with the new contra um um, my hopes are if i were to throw another ip from konami that i would personally love you to work on it would be sparkster bring sparkster back sparkster's been sitting dormant too long
1: yep yeah i i produced the the 2010 rocket knight actually It was so good so I've had I've had where I'd go with it next locked in my head for a long time <laughs> so yeah if anyone wants to tell Konami they'd like to play a new sparkster game you know feel free don't hold back
0: <laughs> definitely need to make that happen that oh man that's that's just one of my favorite franchises I, you know it was so crazy is I didn't realize how much the the carts for the uh, the two and the Genesis and Super Nintendo were I had them. And I recently I talked to my mom because she's got like all that stuff in storage. She's like, "Oh yeah, I, I just gave it away at a, a garage sale." I was like, "You know how much those are worth?" No. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Complete yeah, I box. Have a, bro.
1: <laughs> I have a sealed. I have a sealed uh, Super Nintendo Sparkster. So, I guess that's. <sighs> I guess that's the retirement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh outside of that um what um what do you want to uh leave the fans with the contra fans and the new fans with with the anticipation of the upcoming operation galuga
1: the core message for fans um is that you know i think having way forward work on this you guys know we've done contra for um if you checked out spider source you know i'd worked on that um we definitely understand the contra fans have wanted like a core contra game for a long time um and and when a, when a series has gone this long without a new entry i think it's really important to, to scratch that itch of the original mm-hmm. game. don't you know do new stuff like no one wants to uh, rehash right but like it has to hit those notes don't don't get creative and and be like what if we didn't have jumping like no 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 no. you got to hit the contra notes (laughs) so that's been primary on our mind um and we really have aimed for this to be the game that you've waited so long for um and we want you to be super happy with it and just so overjoyed with like all the cool features and and the challenge and then um again if, if if you're not a contra fan but you've ever been intrigued by a running gun like this is your entry point um you know, this is the start of the story again. Um we'll we have a nice easy mode to onboard you and like like welcome to the club, man. I I, I want those players to get excited and understand why people play running guns. It's it's not the most prolific genre anymore. I think we talked about that last time. Yeah, we uh did. <laughs> but but like yeah, there's there's some great stuff. Like there's some great stuff in this genre. So so come on board with Contra and then you know hopefully you get into it
0: awesome and it's going to be available on all platforms coming out uh we, we got for switch xbox steam playstation 4 and 5 um performance wise is there going to be parity between all the platforms or especially with the switch with it being over hardware at this point
1: um, i don't know if i can comment on this either Hey!
0: All right, all right. We'll Sorry. we'll wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So, uh, with that being said, anything else you want to leave the audience with before we go?
1: Nope. I just I hope everybody's looking forward to it. Again, it's on every platform, so there's no excuses. <laughs> but uh, please check it out.
0: Awesome, awesome. with that being said, uh thank you, Tom, for coming on the show again. It's always a pleasure having you on the show and getting to talk about stuff from you know basically <laughs> stuff from our youth and then yep. we're not old people're we're, we're vintage there's a difference we're vintage but, yeah you know, I like it but you know like uh last time we had you on for Spire stores and now we got you on for country and hey, it's the next thing we're gonna have you on for we you know uh,
1: let's let's keep our fingers crossed for Sparkster
0: please please <laughs> konami i need a new sparster. it's been too long it doesn't feel like it's been what 13 14 years
1: 13 years well yeah 14 now yep
0: it's so crazy because i i was actually talking to my wife the other day i was like you know looking back at 2010 20 uh, 2009 2007 it doesn't feel like it was that long ago Right? But it's like it's That's so crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! Uh, so, so, with that being said, thank you, Tom, for coming on the show. I'm gonna leave links to everything for you guys uh, to follow him, follow Konami, follow Way Forward, follow the game, pre-order it, definitely do that, wish-list it on all the available platforms it's gonna be on, and uh, expect a review from me um, close to launch. So, yeah. That being said, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Stay safe, be blessed, have aloha, and we'll see you on the next one.